30A Radio is brought to you by the Sand Jam Music Festival on Panama City Beach. April 26th through 28th, catch Kings of Leon, Cold War Kids, Third Eye Blind, J.J. Gray and Mofro, The Revivalists and more. Tickets on sale now at sandjamfest.com. Welcome to the 30A Show, your beach-happy podcast for beach lovers. Brought to you by 30A Cottages, wonderful rental homes from inlet beach to watercolor. Online at 30acottages.com. Let's hit the beach. Here's Corey. All right. Performing at Sand Jam Festival April 26th through the 28th in Panama City Beach. It truly is a band of brothers. John, Jesse, and Daniel are not on the phone, but Dylan is with Congos. How are you? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, I'm just going to lead off with a really hard-hitting question to get the momentum of this podcast going. How much trouble can four brothers get in growing up in South Africa? Um, potentially <laughs> quite a lot. Uh, <laughs> although we were pretty good, we were pretty good kids. You know, we had our occasional moments, but uh, it's mostly we got in trouble with each other. You know, when right. you have four around it's you've got enough um competition and attention to kind of uh get into enough trouble on your own as opposed to looking to the outside world for it so you know we'd get into fights and we get into um all sorts of stuff so let's talk about your early influences while you were living maybe in south africa what were the local influences for you know when you guys got the band kind of idea in your head and what other music in the world stood out to you guys uh, in South Africa, we were all pretty young. Johnny was the oldest when we left. He was about 16. So most of the influences were kind of just getting into our subconscious through our dad's record collection. And he had a huge record collection of all sorts of music from, you know, rock, pop, opera to African music, lots of uh, tribal music, some cool uh, rhythmic stuff from like Burundi and um, Kwaito music and all this other stuff so we kind of listened to a lot of that um when we went out and about you hear a lot of local music um but the band idea and we played music we were all playing uh piano and guitar and stuff at at the early ages but we really didn't start the band until we moved to phoenix um when we were just a little bit older once we started that it kind of started off with more of like a classic rock feel we're listening to a lot of Stones and Beatles and Eagles and all that. And then um, it just started developing from there. You know, as, as those other influences and those other sounds that we grew up listening to, they started kind of coming out in the music as we got a little bit more proficient at our instruments. Right on. You guys are living in Cali right now in the L.A. area. Uh, we're a big beach community over here. What's the big beach thing going on over in Cali right now? Well, I'm in Hollywood, but we get down to Venice quite a lot. Or, you know, that's the closest place I can get to to get to the beach. And I go surfing maybe two or three times a week down there in the morning. So that's the biggest thing for me. I'm kind of looking forward to it heating up just a little bit so I don't have to freeze my hands and feet off. <laughs> right. You have to wear those thick wetsuits. <laughs> yeah, it's not too bad. It's not like Northern California or anything like that or the East Coast, but it's uh, it's still chilly. It's like 55-degree water right now. So. Where do you find the different sounds you want included in your music now? You guys have one of the coolest instruments that – I, I could even think of putting in a band and the accordion. Is that the cor- the correct uh, terminology for that? Yeah. yeah. I didn't no, know if there was a, a different name for it, like a howitzer or whatever. <laughs> no, there are a couple instruments similar to it, like a melodeon or yes, a harmonium yeah. um, that use the reeds and use the bellows and stuff like that. But this is um, in, in Afrikaans, it's translated to a walking piano. That's right. Um, <laughs> so, uh, which is pretty much what it is. Yeah, it was, a, it was kind of a, funny way it came about we were on the very first album we were recording we got to a song where 
no solo was kind of working. We were trying to work with guitar or keyboards or we, we even tried like a clarinet solo. That's how bad it got. We were like, and nothing was working, but it really needed a solo. So um, we had an accordion laying around. Our dad had bought a couple for, he didn't even play them. I don't know why he had them, but we're almost like tripped over it, you know, in the studio. And then Johnny picked it up and started playing it. And we just said, that's the sound. That's exactly the sound. And then, then we just started using it on so many more songs and, and when Come With Me Now came out, yeah. I mean, who would have thought? That now it's like a big popular uh, song used in all commercials and on pop radio and stuff like that. But at the time, for years, it was kind of being rejected by everyone. And we we would have never thought that a song with an accordion, a lap, I mean, a pedal steel guitar and like male vocals would have ended up on pop radio. But then, you know, a few years later, it did. Come with me now. Come with me now. A song like Come With Me Now, it has to be your last song still, or do you lead off with it? How does that work into your set list? Um, we used to finish with it, you know, in the first years of our kind of success, but we're, we're not doing that anymore. We kind of want to move away from it just because, I mean, it's a really good problem to have, having a, a huge hit like that. You get a career, you get huge followings, you get exposed to, um, or people get exposed to your other music, but but it can also pigeonhole you, you know, and now a lot of our problem is people know the song, um, all around the world, but they don't know the band. And we're trying to kind of break free of that. So we put Come With Me Now somewhere in the middle of the set. Um, so if there are any fans out there or any people that just came to see Come With Me Now, we get rid of them real quick. We get, you know, <laughs> get down to our good, our hardcore fans. Yeah, make room for the dancing for your hardcore fans. That's the way to do it. Uh, last question about Come yeah. With Me Now. The video is just rocking. But I have to ask, is that Lin-Manuel that's in your video? Do you know who that is? Who? Lynn Manuel, the guy from no. uh, Mary Poppins in uh, Hamilton. Oh no, no! <laughs> Go back and watch it. It looks just like him. <laughs> I was like, "Holy cow, that's a good get!" Oh no, yeah, I'll have to check that video. That it's definitely not anyone um, famous that you would know. Most of those people are, are friends. A couple of the girls were um, like local models that we used, um, but that video cost sixty dollars. Love it. That's, uh, that's great. And then it, you know went on to get a hundred and something million views. That's fantastic. That's a good budget. So that that was your budget for the next video, right? The next video, I think, cost like a few hundred bucks. It started going up from there. All right. That's just the price of fame, right? <laughs> good. Well, you guys have a new album out right now, 1929 Part 1. It's out. Can you kind of give us a breakdown on what the ideas were for this album? Yeah. So it's, um, it's Part 1 of 3. We're actually working on Part 2 right now, and that's going to come out later this year. And then um, Part 3 within 18 months. It's uh, We just had a lot of songs. You know, we went through this... We, we went through this kind of long two year um, stressful time with our record label where we were trying to get out of our contract. And we finally did. And in the meantime, we'd have, we had all these songs we'd written and all this, you know, backlog of material. And now it's just time to release that we're independent. We want to release it as kind of um, quickly and freely as we like. And we weren't able to do that when we were on a major label. Um, So that's kind of the inspiration behind the three parts of it. Um, it's the first album that we've recorded in this new space in LA before all the other albums were recorded in Phoenix. Um, we've got this really cool room, um, really cool studio in, in LA with like high ceilings. It's, uh, it's sounding, it sounds different. Just the room it kind of inspires a different type of record. We also brought out a bunch of our dad's old 
vintage synths um, from the 80s that we started working on and it's got this cool mix of you know sound of kind of our uh throwback to what conga sounded like you know on lunatic in the first couple albums but with a, a whole new direction of it it's a little bit more chill i think it's a little bit more honest and yeah we're excited to get to the three parts very cool uh current song out right now is pay for the weekend can you tell me what that song is all about uh that song was written by jesse the drummer so i can kind of give a a brief um, breakdown of it without trying to without screwing up his maybe interpretation of his own song. Um, sonically, it's it's probably the most similar song to the previous albums, um, which is always uh, kind of a way to bridge the gap between albums and you know get people interested in your new sound. Um, it's got it's got a bunch of the new synths that we used on it, but uh, lyrically, it's about cycles, which it's also kind of where the name of the album came from. There's a line in it says makes me want to party like it's 1929 and um that's kind of where we got the title of the album from and 1929 is this year kind of significant year in american history at least or world history where uh the beginning of the great depression started and it was before that there was this huge party like the 20s the roaring 20s was just this massive kind of free-for-all party um in every aspect of life and then a big crash cup and came and pay for the weekend and the whole album is kind of referencing that this this idea of bubbles and cycles in life and how they uh nothing ever goes in one direction it's always it's always going to be up and down and up and down we're gonna pay for the weekend we're gonna pay for the weekend we had to go and jump in deep end never ever never never I like it. Uh, my interpretation was, uh, you party too hard on the weekend, you're gonna pay for it on Monday. <laughs> yeah, and I mean that's definitely that's definitely the kind of surface um, meaning of the song for sure. Uh, you it know, might be shallow for me. To write. No, no, that's 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 what he was trying to intend, and then you know, just there are a couple layers to it, but definitely. Um, he wanted to get that across that you know. I think he wrote it after having too big of a weekend. I when, like it. Like on a Monday, he was like, he was like, "Damn, this is I got to pay for this now." <laughs> That's great. I also feel you need to pitch the song to the visit Las Vegas people. That'd be a good one for their campaign to get people to come out because you're going to pay for it on Monday when you fly out of town, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, we've got a quick little uh, 30A top five that we do. It's extremely thought provoking questions with Dylan from the band Congos. You can catch them at Sand Jam. And they're playing April 26th or the 28th. Tickets are on sale right now. Get the VIP tickets so you can get up and uh, get right in their faces while they're playing. It's a great live band. you got to catch them. All right, you ready? Sure. Cats or dogs? Dogs. All right, why? Cats suck, right? I, I mean, <laughs> I've grown to like cats recently, but dogs are just, they're so much more social. You know, they're, not, they're like more demanding, but they, they want to be part of the crowd. They want to be part of the pack. <laughs> uh, look, I have a 50-pound Portuguese water dog and a four-pound Yorkie right next to me while we're doing this interview, so I'm a dog person. Oh, no. Nice, nice. Yeah, I, I'm not kidding. Uh, Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Star Wars, right on, brother. Never really got into Star Trek. Yeah, Star Wars was kind of right around the early ones were at least when they came out in South Africa were right around the right age for me. That's um, right. So That's I, right. But I never really got into Star Trek. That was the right answer. That is a correct answer. Uh, one artist you want to sit in with before you're done playing music? Um, sit in with is a it's a difficult one. Like most of the artists that I really love and like look up to, I probably would be too nervous to kind of go and sit and 
actually play with them, but sure. maybe sit in on like a recording session or something like that would be it would be awesome to uh, be in a, a room with Dr. Dre actually oh, when nice. he produces because he's produced some of the most like iconic albums of all time and um, I wasn't aware of just how much of a producer he was until recently until that documentary so great answer uh keep it clean craziest thing you've seen from the stage craziest thing i've seen from the stage i saw a guy i, I don't know if it's that crazy i'm sure people have seen much crazier but saw a guy trying to jump the barrier um to come on the stage and he he was on something and he was taken down by he started screaming that he had or someone started screaming that there was he had a gun or something like oh, that cops came and just like six or seven of them just took him down to the ground great that's what should happen yeah. All right, this is the hard one. The movie Almost Famous. Have you seen it? Yeah. Okay, it had a famous scene in it with a tour shirt that went really bad. If your management made a tour shirt and three of you were fuzzy, who would be the one that was in focus? Uh, well, my ego says me. Definitely got to be. <laughs> right. I got to be the one in focus. <laughs> not, the, not the accordion, right? No, no. <laughs> okay, well, Dylan, thank you guys for taking time for us, and we look forward to getting you down here on the beaches. Panama City needs it. We're looking for a rocking concert. It's been a tough five or six months uh, since uh, the storm, and uh, we're ready to have some good times out on Panama City Beach again. So thank you for participating in it this year, and we look forward to seeing you. Yeah, man, thanks for the interview, and look forward to it as well. All right, Dylan, thank you, buddy. Take it easy. Cheers. Hit the beach with our friends at 38cottages.com. Great homes for rent all across the beaches of South Walton. Until next time, beach happy. I'm still escape.